0: In this podcast, we will be discussing sensitive topics such as sexual assault. It is important to take care of yourself while listening. Help is available through your local rape crisis center, and you can visit MCASA.org for more information on how to be connected. Hey everybody, it's Meredith, policy advocate for community engagement at the Maryland Coalition Against Sexual Assault, and this is MCASA On The Go, the official podcast of the Maryland Coalition Against Sexual Assault. MCASA is the federally recognized statewide coalition providing training, technical assistance, and policy advocacy to rape crisis centers and member organizations across the state. MCASA also provides direct legal services to survivors through our Sexual Assault Legal Institute. In this podcast series, we will be discussing topics including, but not limited to, sexual violence prevention and response, legal issues surrounding sexual violence, and highlighting services available for survivors across the state. In this episode, I take a walk down memory lane to tell you a little bit about what MCASA has been up to during the past year. Hello everyone, welcome back to MCASA On The Go. What a year it's been. Hard to believe we're already halfway through 2021. We wanted to take some time this summer to take a look back at the past year, specifically all that the MCASA team has done to bring Maryland service providers training on sexual assault response and prevention straight from our living rooms. For those who are unfamiliar with our training programs, MCASA provides free training on sexual assault response and prevention to Maryland service providers. We host training series for advocates, campus professionals, folks from our sexual assault response teams, and trainings by request to a wide variety of professionals that work with sexual assault survivors. When the pandemic hit and the world shut down, our team was tasked with making sure we were able to continue to provide the same trainings and even pushed ourselves to bring more training opportunities than ever before. Our summer 2020 kicked off with our Sexual Assault Victim Advocate Fundamentals training in June. All from the comfort of their homes, over 100 advocates across the state received our comprehensive advocate training through a mix of live webinars and self paced online training modules. Previously a four day in person ordeal, MCASA staff provided training spread out throughout the entire month on topics including crisis intervention, serving underserved populations, legal options for survivors of sexual assault, the neurobiology of trauma, prevention, safety planning, confidentiality, and many other diverse topics in order to enhance their advocacy skills. We continued this series throughout the past year, holding sessions that following September and this past February and June. We're proud to continue this program virtually this coming September, and you can find more information on our website at mcasa.org. Our summer continued with a variety of expert trainings on a wide variety of topics. Prior to the pandemic, we would periodically host these types of trainings in person, but with folks working remotely, we were provided an amazing opportunity to bring even more national experts from all over the country to our virtual space. Molly Bader Harris was the first to join us virtually from the West Coast, providing insightful training titled, How COVID-19 May Trigger Bodily Memories for Sexual Trauma Survivors. In this training, almost 200 advocates and professionals learned from Molly the different ways in which sexual trauma and COVID-19 may produce similar survival responses in a survivor's physiology and how we can work as a community to bolster ourselves and each other towards collective healing and justice, a wonderful training for advocates who are still adjusting to helping survivors in the middle of a pandemic, which is something we had never had to encounter before. Through Molly, we met Desiree Magsambul, who provided advocates another wonderful training with tools for advocates working with incarcerated survivors. As we know, COVID-19 had a huge impact on incarcerated populations, and we were so glad to be able to provide training for advocates who work with this unique population of survivors. As we transitioned out of the summer and into fall of 2020, folks across the state were left scrambling to answer one question. How do we prevent and respond to sexual violence in college communities when classes are completely remote? Well, at MCASA, we had the same question. So we came together to bring our campus professionals a virtual campus training series. Adapted from our regional campus training series, our team put together six webinars spread out throughout the academic year on a wide variety of topics to help alleviate these concerns amongst the college community. Our series kicked off with a conversation between MCASA and one of the authors of Sexual Citizens, Jennifer Hirsch. In this discussion, Jennifer discussed sexual assault as a public health crisis and revealed the social ecosystem that makes sexual assault a predictable element of life on college campuses. We discussed sexual projects, sexual citizenship, and sexual geographies, providing new language for understanding the forces that shape young people's sexual relationships. Jennifer left participants with an innovative lens to transform their understanding of sexual assault on campus and provided a new roadmap for how to address it. Our virtual campus training series continued on with a training from MCASA's senior school policy attorney who outlined the Trump administration's proposed Title IX regulations and their intersection with Maryland law in order to help college staff navigate the changes that were to come. We were also thrilled to have Melissa Hotmeyer and Katherine Marsh from the Special Victims and Family Violence Unit in Prince George's County to discuss trauma-informed interviewing during a Title IX hearing. Both Melissa and Catherine have done such wonderful work in the college community in PG County to address this issue. and We were so glad to have them come and share their knowledge with the rest of the state. It's important to note that this January we welcomed a brand new presidential administration, so please be sure to follow MCASA to stay up to date on future training addressing any new changes to Title IX regulations. The rest of our virtual campus series followed with presentations on sexual assault prevention, serving student survivors from underserved populations, and planning for Sexual Assault Awareness Month events. We're so proud to continue this series during the upcoming academic year, so stay tuned for more information. As we know, sexual violence affects all communities. However, sexual violence affects underserved populations at disproportionate rates and there's a constant need for culturally responsive services for survivors from these underserved populations, including survivors of color, LGBTQ survivors and survivors with disabilities. It was essential for us to provide training and events that acknowledged and recognized the importance of services for underserved populations to help survivors with their healing, especially during the pandemic. Last November, MCASA staff and the Maryland Women of Color Network hosted their 15th annual conference virtually with the theme, Bold and Courageous, Strengthening Community Connections to End Sexual Violence. Our two keynote speakers were Dr. Tricia B. Bend goodley and Dr. Vanessa Guyton, and the conference featured workshop presentations from Lisa Connors, Jasmine Morales, and Dr. Darrell Brooks. The 2021 annual Maryland Women of Color Network Conference will be held virtually on Friday, November 19th, so be sure to subscribe to our mailing list to stay up to date for more information on the upcoming conference. In our continued effort to enhance services and response to survivors from underserved populations, MCASA worked collaboratively with local organizations to provide training on specific populations. Ujima Inc., the National Center on Violence Against Women in the Black Community, serves as a national culturally specific services resource center to providing support to the Black community in response to domestic, sexual, and community violence. We were proud to have Greta Gardner and Ayanna Wallace join us from Ujima last fall to provide a training titled Riding the Wave, Bias to Equity. This workshop for both advocates and legal services staff demystified some of the language related to culture and explored the role that culture, ethnicity, and race have in shaping people's lives and lived experiences. Greta and Ayanna also explored the impact that bias and prejudice have in shaping those experiences as well, especially for Black survivors of sexual violence. Greta joined us again this past March, this time with Tom Tremblay, a retired police chief from Burlington, Vermont, who is a national and international advisor and trainer on sexual assault and domestic violence for law enforcement agencies. Together, they provided a training for Maryland Law Enforcement designed to enhance community partner response to sexual and domestic violence victims in the Black community by understanding the impact of chronic compounding traumas experienced by the Black community. Both Greta and Tom have provided in-person training for us before. The pandemic, and we were so happy to bring them virtually to agencies across the state. In continuing collaboration with our community partners, this winter MCASA joined forces with Deaf Dawn, a nonprofit agency in Washington, D.C., that provides direct services for deaf, deaf Deaf Disabled, Hard of Hearing, and Listened Deaf Survivors. In keeping with part of Dawn's mission to educate the community on understanding and addressing power-based violence to reduce abuse in the Deaf community, we invited Roberta Eaton and Abigail Mercurio to provide a presentation on Deaf Culture in order to help Maryland service providers effectively serve Deaf survivors in our community. We hope to continue to work with local organizations such as DON and Ujima Inc. to provide resources and information on all underserved populations to service providers across the state. In addition to providing training from our community partners, MCASA continues to grow our own training programs by creating and providing new training on relevant topics, especially related to underserved populations. This past spring, MCASA presented a new training on supporting men and boys survivors of sexual assault. We discussed the complexities and misconceptions that often emerge for men and boys who are survivors of sexual violence. We explored the dynamics of male victimization, the impact of trauma, and the ways individuals and programs can increase effective responses to men and boys as they seek services and support. We are proud to offer service providers best practices for serving male survivors from all communities. MCASA regularly creates new training presentations and has an extensive catalog of existing training for a wide variety of professionals. It's hard to talk about the past year without discussing the challenges that both service providers and survivors have faced along with new emerging trends in sexual violence. At MCASA, we strive to bring service providers the most up-to-date and relevant information on these trends to better serve survivors and help them navigate unique situations. Through our weekly advocate calls and monthly sexual assault response team meetings, we have held countless conversations with our community partners on the struggles they are facing in their work and how we can better support their efforts. One of these important conversations has been around an increase in sexual assault survivors who have unfortunately also experienced non-fatal strangulation during their assault. So we called in Gail Strack, CEO of the Training Institute on Strangulation Prevention, to provide training on this issue. Gail trained over 100 advocates, law enforcement, and medical staff on the signs and symptoms of strangulation and sexual assault cases. She covered the anatomy and medical aspects of strangulation, and focused on enhancing survivor safety through trauma-informed advocacy services. MCASA continues to hold these conversations with our community partners and will continue to find ways to support their work by providing relevant training on emerging trends in sexual violence. Another concern for survivors and service providers was safety in the digital world. We know people are connecting online now more than ever, especially over the past year. And while technology has been a wonderful and useful way for us to connect with friends and family during the pandemic, there has been an unfortunate increase in technology enabled abuse, especially for survivors of sexual assault and vulnerable populations such as children and older adults. To answer questions that the general public may have regarding child online safety, MCASA developed and delivered programming on online child sexual exploitation titled Protect While They Connect. The program outlined steps that caregivers can take to help reduce online abuse and have conversations with children about safe internet use. Still, there are many conversations happening around digital abuse and safety, and that's why we are so excited to be hosting a webinar presented by Adam Dodge, founder of End Technology Enabled Abuse, or EndTAB, next month. The webinar will take place on August 18th, 2021. Participants can expect to learn how to define technology-enabled abuse and common forms of digital abuse, as well as identifying red flags of digital abuse. Advocates can expect to learn skills on incorporating digital safety into their work and safety planning, and learning how online abuse manifests among targets of sexual violence. If you're interested in attending this webinar, please visit our website for more information. Lastly, I'd like to give a huge shout out to our team for their fundraising efforts throughout the past year. We have held two virtual yoga events titled Help Yourself Help Survivors and have successfully hosted our first virtual legislative reception where we outlined our top legislative priorities and honored three outstanding Marylanders who demonstrate outstanding leadership and compassion through their commitment to ending sexual violence in Maryland. This year, we were proud to present visionary awards to delegate Sandy Bartlett, Kathleen Hand and Nadja Cabello and we continue to thank them for all of the work that they do. Our annual Call to Action, which highlights accomplishments and challenges in the fight to end sexual assault, was held virtually last fall to bring awareness to and fight for the rights of student survivors. This year's Call to Action will be held on September 14th at 6 p.m. And this year we are bringing awareness to technology safety for survivors and to fight for the rights of survivors experiencing digital abuse. To join us for this year's event, please visit our website at mcasa.org for more information. This past year could not have been possible without support from our community partners. From participation in our training events to showing up and leading conversations in our advocate and attorney calls, nothing they do goes unnoticed. As we all move along through the continued pandemic, I want to acknowledge the hardships of this past year and thank everyone for showing up each and every day to continue the fight for survivors of sexual violence. Thanks again, and we'll see you soon. thanks for listening to MCASA on the go. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating or review. For more information on the events discussed in today's episode, including our upcoming call to action, please visit MCASA.org for more information. Also be sure to follow us on Facebook as well as Twitter and Instagram at MCASA.org. Thanks again for listening.